And it is hump day already. How about that? Halfway through the week. At least we will be by the time this show is over at lunchtime. We will be spot on halfway through the week. Also, a happy summer. Today is the first day of summer, June 21st. The summer equinox, the longest day of the year, too. Gotta be sunny when you wake up. Gotta be sunny when you get ready to go to bed. I know it's perfect sunny right now. When I went to work this morning, there's a spot where I drive down a a one road that kind of curves a few times by my house. And the sun was like straight in my eyes. I had sunglasses on my visor down and was still driving completely blind for about four to six seconds uh, a couple of times during that drive to work today. I'm like, man, I'll be glad when this sun goes away this early in the morning. Oh, God, I got to tell you guys, I have a interesting twist on the show today. Coming up in moments, we will hear from Eli Toe Mac. What'd you say? Eli Toe Mac, the man. Star Racing Yamaha superstar. Dude that had the 450 Supercross Championship in the bag and then was injured. And here's what it is. We didn't get Eli on the phone. Eli's not talking to anybody. I don't know if you follow Eli on Instagram, but... His wife is pregnant again. He's wearing a boot out on a boat in Colorado fishing and enjoying the hell out of his family in the summer, and it's good to see. However, we miss Eli. Eli needs to get back out on the track. So I'm like, you know what? We're not going to get Eli on. He's not going to make any announcement. He damn sure isn't going to make it with me. He thinks I'm a buffoon who's always asking him questions he doesn't want to answer. Eli's like interviewing Tom Brady. He's never going to give you anything, really. So, But you love him, and he's a good dude, and he's... You know, an an effing goat, man. So we want to talk to him. So I go, you know what I'm going to do? Go back to the last Eli interview I had, and it is creepy. It is Eli right after the Nashville Supercross where he podiums, and it's the same Supercross where both Justin Barsha and Cooper Webb went down with serious injuries, both of them. Coop's back on the track, and by the way, damn close to number two in outdoor points right now. He's like three points back from Dylan Ferrandez, who's in second. Cooper's in third. And you never count that guy out, man, the Mr. Grinder. But Eli talks about the injuries, and I even say to him, do you ever think about backing it down? You saw a lot of your uh, colleagues go down today. A lot of dudes crashed. Their season is over. Do you think about backing it? It's, it's a weird interview. And then the very next week, he goes down in Denver and one of the freakest injuries we've ever seen in the sport so it's just crazy but it was something to see or hear Eli Tomac again so we're gonna do that that's gonna come up next and then after that I'm gonna get into some stupid stories I have uh, a matter of fact I'm gonna tell you my stupid life how my day started on Tuesday is insane insane it ended much better than it started but I'm going to get into this, and we're going to... It's comical. It's like, no, this is Stretch's life. And it gets better because I'm going to have to deal with it tonight when I go to bed as well. It, it's it's crazy. It's effing nuts. And it is just part of being Stretch, I guess. Man, it was annoying. Yeah, you're not going to believe this one. I got a What the Florida story I'll give you, too. I got a lot of stories out there. I got a couple stories... Uh, that are fun 
I got an update on that uh, douchebag Andrew Tate, Moto Man's hero. We'll talk about him. Guy's a massive douche, and now he's going to be in big, big trouble. I got some uh, science fiction stuff that's real life that's kind of crazy that we will talk about as well. And I also have a uh, story about a massive douchebag in New Jersey. And I know there's a lot of douchebags in New Jersey. I used to live there. Big old Guido douchebags. Yeah. This guy is a big old Guido douchebag, and we will get into his story of what he did that he thought was funny. And don't get me wrong. I've done a ton of stupid crap that I thought was funny. Uh, I've never done anything quite this douchey. I would do it to Moto Man, but I wouldn't do it to a girl. It's crazy. We're going to get into all of these and my crazy, crazy story coming up after we talk to Eli F. and Tomac, the man coming up on the Big 49. Big 49, it is a stretch show, and right now we are going to do something I normally don't do. I am going to play an old interview, and why am I going to do that? I'm going to do it because it's Eli F. and Tomac, and I don't know about you guys, I am really missing Eli Tomac at this point in the motocross season, and it was such a bummer to see him go out the way that he went out during the Supercross season with the championship wrapped up. All he had to do was finish the race in Denver, finished the race in Salt Lake, and it was his. It's still soul-crushing that that happened. And I was going back, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a little tribute to Eli and pull some interviews. And I went back to the uh, last interview that I had with Eli during the Supercross season, and it was in Nashville where he got on the podium. And remember, that's the race that both Barsha went down and broke his collarbone, and Cooper Webb got his head ran over and looked like he was seriously, seriously hurt. And Coop ended up uh, with a massive concussion. It ended his championship pursuit. And then we talk about all of the injuries in this interview, and then right after the ne- very next week, Eli goes down in Denver with a season-ending injury that cost him the championship. So, crazy interview. Listen to this. It's good to hear Eli again, but literally a week before he was to go down in a season-ending injury, and it's something, man. But but we love Eli Tomac. We wish him well. We hope to see him again soon. And here he is right after the Nashville Supercross, the last time we got to interview him here on the Big 49. Big 49, it is stretching right now. We are sitting down with the red plate holder of the premier division, if you will. I like to call it the 450s. His name is Eli Tomac from the Star Racing Yamaha team. And Eli rolling away with an 18-point lead after today. That's got to be sweet and make you feel, I guess, a little more at ease about uh, holding on to the championship again this year. But kind of a bummer the way it all went down let's uh, talk about what happened with you and cooper in that heat race you guys are battling for the championship you guys are battling in that heat race and then i know you saw him go down but uh did you even see what happened after after you guys had kind of bumped a little and then and then like walk us through that whole scenario no i saw it uh okay he he actually caught me off guard in, in the second turn okay and kind of spooked me and then um and then i just went went try to do the same move to him uh in the third turn there after the loops and then uh i don't think really even touched but it's almost like i kind of spooked him too and then he just washed his front end out and then i looked back to see if he actually fell um and then i saw adam hit his head it was it was gnarly so yeah um yeah it's unfortunate when you see a guy you know get hit like that when he's down yeah and then it wasn't just cooper today there were a lot of guys that went down there were a lot of injuries out there 
And at any point, do you, uh, like, I guess, see all the guys going down, all the carnage today, all the seasons that were ended on this track today? And at any point, do you think, all right, I'm going to dial it back. I've got a little bit of a lead. I'm cool. And, and do you not push as hard? Or what's going through your mind as you're seeing all of your, you know, colleagues just drop out on the on the course today? Yeah, I mean, I just say it's uh, that's the condition that we had today because it started uh -huh. out, um, you know, soft from the rain and then it dried out really fast. And when you get those soft pockets, you know, with, with yeah. dry dirt, it just uh, becomes an unpredictable surface, unpredictable surface. And yeah. Um, after the 250 main, I was like, I hope they, they groom that dragon back because, you know, yeah. there were like, it was like staring at a curb when you, when we were walking by there and, yeah. um, you know, they, they end up grooming the dragon back and, but it's still, you know, uh, you know, I think bit two or three guys. So, yeah. um, that's just the, the track that we had today. It's, it's just tough when the, when the dirt, you know, goes from, um, that, that soft to, to dry so quickly. Okay, and what about the main event today, Eli? You were out front looking like you were going to run away with it, and then you uh, fell back a little bit, let Chase uh, get by you, or Chase got the pass on you and pulled away. Uh, what happened about, I guess, midway through that main event where you kind of seems like you, you almost backed it down a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I got a, another great start um, and was kind of just, uh, you know, riding in my zone and yeah. – uh, had a couple just moments in the whoop straight up so okay. i i kind of okay. just backed it off a little bit all right uh conditions were tough i mean as you saw there was there was some dust flying around but at the same time there were some soft pockets out there so um i just i basically just backed off my pace a little bit and chase you know was riding you know very yeah. very fast as well so yeah um yeah it was it was really the whoop moment is you know where i felt like i uh you know gave up some time all right eli it is now an 18 point lead for you with two races to go what's going to happen the rest of the season are you still like i'm going to go out there and put a punctuation mark on this and ride for the wins are you going into management mode just protect the 18 points like what's the strategy now moving forward in these final couple rounds of the supercross well, just, uh, I mean, like a repeat of, of this weekend would, would be just fine. So, okay. um, but I know like, like anything can happen. So, you, you know, we only have two left, but, uh, you know, it's got to take it weekend by weekend and not think of, okay. of, uh, um, the last round yet really. So, um, right. keep getting good starts and, yeah. um, doing our thing. Eli, you're probably the most unflappable guy on that entire track and you are known for being just very very tough out there mentally physically just everything about you you are like the rock out on that track but i gotta tell you the last year or so with the battle with chase last summer with cooper breathing all down your neck this entire supercross season up until today do you feel like maybe this is the strongest mentally that you've ever been in your career i think so um for sure as you yeah. just get into your late 20s i feel like you're your mind, uh, you know, just, just changes a little bit. Um, okay. You know, your patience changes a lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you've been doing it a long time, you know. <laughs> so I feel like my mind absolutely is it is at the the best it's it's been for uh for racing i'll tell you watching everything about eli tomac is awesome as a fan of this sport it is really really cool to see every race and i can't wait to watch you moving forward and into the playoffs this year it's it's gonna be amazing but let's talk about the pro motocross season we're heading into that 
and you've had your hands full here with a Supercross battle going on with Cooper and with Chase. Have you even had time to work on outdoor? And especially, I know you're going into an all-new bike this outdoor season, so kind of walk us through that and, and what's going on with you in, in the outdoor season right now. Yeah, we you know we obviously are on the on the new chassis and new motorcycle, so okay. um, we do have to start over again. Um, yeah. it, you know, this bike, I wasn't able to uh, bolt on my uh, previous <laughs> setting straight yeah. onto it. So we will have some work, but uh, All right. I'm confident, uh, you know, I, I have the team to, to, to put it in the right spot. I'm confident you'll figure it out because that seems to be what Eli Tomac does, man. Eli, congratulations on another great race today. Uh, looking like what's uh, sure to be another championship. We can't wait to see how this season ends. Best of luck to you staying healthy and uh, uh, riding your way to your, uh, my guy, your third Supercross championship. That will be so cool to see. I am Stretch. This is the Big 49, your home of Moto Rock Extreme. Big, big, big. big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. Funny moment on Saturday between Ken Roxon and Adam C. and Cirillo when Roxon was getting grilled by everybody if he was going to race more rounds of the Pro Motocross Championship, to which he said he was really into it, he had a lot of fun, and he definitely was going to come back and do a couple of more rounds when his schedule allowed it this summer. And apparently that didn't set well with Adam C. and Cirillo, who had this to say. I'm, uh, I'm, renovating, I'm renovating my house, Ken. I'd appreciate it if you stayed home Just a little more. <laughs> You need me, dude. You're on the podium when I was here. <laughs> oh, man. Kenny Roxon just used the stretch. He said, I'm your good luck charm, dude. You were on the podium because I was here. Like, he didn't say rub my fat belly because that's the ultimate stretch move. I am the ultimate good luck charm, too. By the way, you ever want to get on the podium, you need to have the big 49 at the race and you rub Stretch's fat belly and bam, you'll be up there like crazy. I swear it works every time. I'm going to go out there and see if Adam C. and Cirillo wants to get on the podium next week. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 4-9. It is a Stretch show. I'm pretty sure someone has the Stretch voodoo doll. Moto Man, I'm going to search the entire radio station and the couch that you live on. Kyle, I'm going to search you too. Jason, I'm going to search you too. I'm going to trust you guys. Ricky Carmichael, I'm going to have someone search you. I'm going to send a little person in to search you. Gotta see if you got a stretch voodoo doll. Somebody got a stretch voodoo doll. I'll tell you how my day started today. The way my life is, I work and then I come home eat and then I work until I go to bed. And and that's my day. That's my day. Every day. I I spend about 10 hours at work, 10 or 11 total with my commute, and then I come home, I eat dinner. And I get into work and do the show, record the show, send the show, load the podcast, do all that crap, do some social media stuff, and then to bed, and I get an exact amount of sleep, usually about seven hours, and that's a solid night for me on a weekday. So, know this, Uh, typically when you're married, you have a spouse that you can count on to do stuff. Well, my wife's out of town. Because I'd have left this on her ass. I'm not going to lie. I'm asleep last night. I've told you guys, I'm a big fat guy with diabetes and sleep apnea. I'm a tic-tac away from a heart attack. I'm, I'm on the verge of death every single day. And 
working three jobs was absolutely killing me. Be serious. Dead serious. I was dying. Now it's only two. It's more manageable. I can do it. Allegedly. Famous last words. Watch me drop dead tomorrow from that stretch voodoo doll. So, I'm asleep with my mask on. And all of a sudden, I'm awakened to the incredibly foul aroma of just like I'm in a Tijuana public restroom. That's what it smells like. Like someone's been spraying diarrhea on the walls after eating a street taco in Tijuana and just sprayed the walls and then just walked out and left it there. That's what it smells like. And I know exactly what that is. I have a 13-year-old German Shepherd that sleeps right next to me every single night. So I turn off my mask, which, by the way, is we'll get back to. And I take it off, and I stand up in the dark, and I say, come on, Sarge, I'm praying, but I know I'm wrong. In my head, I'm like, please let it just be a really bad fart, and he's got to go to the bathroom. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I think the dog, like, got an X-Lax cookie or something last night because apparently he surprised even himself. I can tell by the diarrhea pattern that he exploded in his sleep. It literally shot out of his butt all over his bed, and then it scared him, and he jumped up and walked all around the room and just sprayed diarrhea everywhere, everywhere, everywhere in my bedroom. Just diarrhea, diarrhea. People think it's funny, but it's really hot and runny. Diarrhea. Yes, that's the diarrhea I'm talking about. The super stank diarrhea. So I'm up. And I'm like, oh, God. And I, and then I step in it. First thing I do, I step in it. Because it's everywhere in my room. And I can't get up. When I get up to turn on the light, I step through the doo-doo. And I'm like, MF. And I can't be mad at the dog. He's an old dog. He ate something. It's not his fault. So I'm like, God damn it. So I put him outside. And then I come back inside and I clean up. And at this point, it was about 4.45, 4.50 in the morning. My alarm usually goes off right at 6.30. And I uh, get to work about 8 o'clock. A little before. Every day. And I get up. I spend about 30 minutes bleaching, cleaning, taking the hose and washing off his bed and then putting it out so it'll dry on my sun deck later. And then I come back in the house and then I put Sarge in the yard. I'm like, this dude's got explosive diarrhea. I'm not letting him back in the house. I get everything cleaned up and then I just go to work. It was nice though. I treated myself after uh, getting out. I went ahead and went to McDonald's on my way. I'm like, F this, I'm getting McDonald's. Because usually I give it just enough time to get to work. I can't even stop and get a coffee, let alone anything. And I'm like, oh, no, F this. I'm super early. I got to work at like 7 (laughs) a.m. My work wasn't even open yet. And I was in the parking lot eating McDonald's just like F this. I had to get out of my house. Couldn't dump it on my wife to clean up because she's not even home. She went on vacation. My wife's gone on vacation. Yeah, not me. She knows I don't go on vacation. You know why? Stretch is a grinder. He works. Stretch is the Cooper Webb of effing morning radio. Just work and work and work. So she's not home. I got that doo-doo everywhere. My daughter has a job during the summer, so I can't dump it on her to clean up. And I gotta clean up all that doo-doo. Now, here's the even best part. The best, best, best part. I told you guys I'm a fat bastard with sleep apnea that sleeps with a sleep apnea mask on. That sleep apnea mask holds odors. 
It's got filters and crap in it. It filters the air, but when you get any type of odor, like if I take it on vacation, like out of my room and I go somewhere else, for days I smell the hotel room or whatever room I was in where I slept once I get home. And uh, it gonna smell like doo-doo for the next couple days. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go buy some weed and, and light it and put it up next to it and smoke weed through my sleep apnea mask so I can get rid of the doo-doo smell. But I know if I do that, it's gonna smell like weed and doo-doo. Nobody wants to breathe doo-doo. I don't wanna breathe doo-doo all night. This is some bull crap, Geraldo. Actually, it's German Shepherd crap, Geraldo. Yeah, it's a bad night. It is a bad, bad night. Yeah, bad, bad day. Bad morning. Bad every place. Bad. Dumb dog. Right now, I got that dog locked outside because when I went outside, there was diarrhea on the sidewalk because that's the kind of dude she is. Oh, I'll just go here and crap on the sidewalk. Hey, how about you go in the lawn, you effer? Jesus. Yeah, so I got to watch that dog. And when you got three dogs and two of them are elderly, you got chances of one having a diarrhea explosion at any effing moment. Heaven help me. I'm going to get rid of family and, and dogs. I'm going to be a hermit and live by myself. That's what I'm going to do. Man. Yeah, that's my day. All right, coming up next, let's point and laugh at Florida. Let's do a what to Florida. Make me feel better. F in Florida. F you. It's the Big 49. The Man Entertainment Report. You know the band Greta Van Fleet and their lead singer John Kriska, who to me always bore a striking resemblance to Freddie Mercury, not only in the way he looked and dressed, but also in his singing. He's a really great singer, just like Freddie Mercury, and now he has come out of the closet and revealed he's gay just like Freddie Mercury, too. Says he has been in a same-sex relationship with a man for the last eight years, and he just wanted to be the true and authentic him. Tyreek Hill, a wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins, is now being investigated over an altercation at a marina in Miami where Tyreek allegedly got into an altercation with an employee of a charter yacht and then, according to witnesses, laid hands on the dude. We'll have to wait and see how this one shakes out. And this seems weird. There was a NASA spacecraft this week that flew very, very close to Jupiter, and they got some great video closer than we've ever got before to the planet, and in it, you could see a really bright, almost neon green light near one of the poles of Jupiter. You're like, what the hell is that? Well, NASA says, don't get all crazy, you UFO freaks. They say it's just lightning on Jupiter, which happens near the equators, and it occurs to be green because it's in clouds containing an ammonia water solution, so it looks different than the freaking lightning here. I say, rightio, NASA. You wouldn't cover up UFOs or anything like that, would you, you a-holes? The Man Entertainment with Stretch. Big 49, happy Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Stretch Show. Don't forget to spread the word. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us everywhere. We're all over the place. We got a vlog available at thebig49.com. You can find it there. That's the Moto Show. We're not doing a Moto Show this week. You know why? Stretch said F-U. Middle finger to the world. Stretch ain't doing a moto show this week when there's no moto. I'm taking a day off. I need rest like Kenny Roxon. I gotta go put my toes in the sand and wakeboard behind my boat. I don't have a boat, but and I don't know how to wakeboard. And I can't ride a motorcycle like Kenny Roxon either. But that's what I'm gonna do. 
gonna be a fake Kenny Roxon this weekend. The hell. I'm still mad about my dog just destroying my life with poop this bomb this morning. Alright, let's get into this story. This guy knows how to wakeboard. He knows how to jet ski too. His name is Yakov Yakez Levi. That's his name. Yakov Yeah, it's like Yakov Smirnov. That's a great name. Well, he's 47 years old. He was in Miami. And he decided he needed a jet ski, so he went up to like a jet ski rental place. And he was trying to push the jet ski into the water and trying to take it. That's when a guy came out from the business and he's like, hey man, what are you doing? Get the F out of here. Stop it. Like, stop messing with the jet ski. At which point, Mr. Yakov Jakaez Smirnov um, grabbed like a paddle for a paddle board and broke it and then bashed the dude upside the head with it. So now they call the police and the police come down. You know, you're in Miami. You got cops in shorts. You don't want to mess with a cop in shorts. But what have I always said to you? I have told you I would not arrest a naked man. So the cops come. He sees the cops. He jumps in the water like you're not going to get me. You got a gun belt on. You're not coming in the water. And the police officers are like, get out of the water. He's giving a middle finger going after you. And then he takes off his pants. So now he's naked in the water. He's like, get arrest me. I'm naked. So now some innocent uh, bystanders decide to help them. And they say, we'll get in the water and get him. So they jump in the water. Then he bashes both of them in the head, too. So now the cops are like, all right, we've had enough of this. At which point, he's now grabbing his penis. And he's telling the officers to suck his balls. He's like, hey, suck my balls. There's children around. We're at a beach. It's a tourist beach. It's Miami. There's people everywhere trying to rent jet skis and stuff. And this guy's trying to steal one. Yakov Smirnov. He's not fun. I thought Yakov Smirnov told jokes. I didn't think he pulled his dong out on a beach in front of children. That's what this Yakov Smirnoff does. No, you muck off, Jason. So, here it is. The guy's now telling him that. Finally, one of the cops gets sick of it and just smashes him in the face and they arrest him. And he's butt naked and they have to wrap a towel around him. Uh, it's, it's all fun and games till you get punched in the face. And you also think the cops aren't going to beat your ass. I love Florida cops will beat your ass. So, good job to the Popo. Bad job on the Good Samaritans that tried to help and got their ass beat. Uh, also, here's all the things he's up on. Aggravated battery of a law enforcement officer where he tried to fight back. Resisting an officer with violence. Lewd and lascivious behavior. Aggravated battery. Providing a false name after arrest. Grand theft. Resisting an officer without violence. An assault on a police officer. Assault on a firefighter or intake officer. That is nice. And they got body cam footage of the whole thing. You don't get to see his wang, though. They blur it out like it's like a, a Japanese porn. I don't know why Japanese porn even try pixelating out vaginas. Because those things are so hairy in Japanese porn. You can't even tell it's a vagina. It looks like a, a like a like underwear. It's weird. Japanese girls got big old hairy beeves. That's why Moto likes Japanese women. I know you thought Moto Man was a homo because I say that all the time. I only say that because it greatly disturbs him. Have I told you before that I'm an a-hole? Moto Man's one of my best friends. I love Moto Man, and I know Moto Man is down with the Asian beef. The big hairy Asian beef because he's kind of a weirdo. But that's his thing. And I know that because when I go into the bathroom at the Big 49, 
there's like Asian beef uh, magazine sitting there, and every girl looks like she's not really naked because she got a big old hairy beef. That's all I know. That's what I know. I'm a, such a good friend. I'm getting Moto Man hooked up. I'm gonna get him dates. I'm gonna buy him a mail order bride. So what I'm gonna do? A girl, and not a girl with a penis, because you would think that's what Stretch would do, being that Stretch is a jerk. No. Stretch loves Moto Man. He will do the right thing and get him a big hairy beefed Asian girl. Mail order. That's what I'm going to do. If you know where I can get one, let me know. Send me an email to the station or call us 866-49-BIG-49. <laughs> this should go fine. What could go wrong? I'm Stretch. It's the Big 49. Big, big, big. big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. Christian Craig of the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team gave an update on his injury yesterday, and it was not a good one. He said six weeks after the surgery he had on his broken elbow where they put in a plate and some screws that it did not take, and he had to completely redo the surgery the very next day. He says he's now completely starting over on his recovery, where he was six-plus weeks ago starting over. He said if the doctor visit had gone well, he would have been back on the bike by now, but at this point, he's got to be out at least six more weeks before he even touches a motorcycle. This is Deja Vu with Justin Barsha's story. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49. Oh, listen to this song. It's a girl called BB Rexa. She's a little pop artist. She's, she's kind of thick, too. Kind of a thick girl. I'm not saying she's a big girl. I'm saying she's a thick girl. I think Kyle would like this girl. I'm going to hook you up, Kyle. I'm going to send a, a letter to the record company and hook you up with this girl. And by the way, she needs a big, burly, a manly man, real dude like Kyle in her life. You know why? She got effed up by an a-hole in New Jersey this week. I actually was in New York, but a lot of New Jersey a-holes go to New York. Let me tell you what happened. It's not even funny. You're like, Stretch, please turn that music off. I, I will, because it's... I feel like I'm at a techno disco right now. Like, Kenny Roxon's going to jump out of my birthday cake any moment with, like, uh, a glow stick and no shirt on, just dancing, going, Yeah, Stretch, yeah. Farfik Nugent, yeah. All right, I need to turn this down. All right, hold on. I got to stop this. It's hurting me. It's hurting me. It's hurting me. All right, let me get back. I'll play a little Iron Maiden instead. Give me Iron Maiden. Come on, come on, you bastards. There we go. All right, so... That's her name, BB Rexa. She had a little show in New York this week. And uh, towards the end of the show, she's playing at a little spot in Miami. All of a sudden, a cell phone comes flying up and drills her right in the face. And I mean hard. So hard it puts her down. She is like down for the count. She is like going down like a Kardashian in an NBA locker room going down. Not just taking a knee. She's all the way down, though. Like, she's down. And I'm like, oh, this is not good. And apparently there's a TikTok trend where people now throw their cell phones on stage at concerts, which is a bad idea. And then the artist will pick them up and take selfies with them. But uh, this guy, 27-year-old Nicholas Malvana, who is a Guido douche from New Jersey, uh, said he deliberately tried to hit her in the face with it. And he did a really good job because he drilled her in the eye, directly in the eye. 
He hit her so hard in the eye, she had to have stitches. Like, her eye is swollen shut like she's Rocky Balboa and now has stitches in it because this douchebag said, I thought it would be funny to hit her with the phone when I threw it up on stage at the end of the concert. So he zips a freaking cell phone at this chick's face like he's skipping a rock across a freaking pond and he drills her right in the eye and she goes down. He is immediately apprehended by authorities and they're like, why did you do that? And he said, I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> it'd be funny. So he got arrested. Uh, but I love that. I was trying to see if I could hit her with the phone at the end of the show because I thought it'd be funny. They got him. He's now got a lawyer. His lawyer says uh, that he's a Mr. Malvana is a huge fan of uh, BB. He's a big fan. Miss Rex is one of his favorite artists, and he was just hoping she would take photos that he didn't mean. Even though he said he thought it'd be funny to hit her in the face, now he's saying, "Oh no, I just trying to dump my phone up there so she'd take pictures with it, so I could like beat off to him later." Oh, is this Moto Man? No, no, no. This is no Moto Man. Don't you be spanking it to Kyle's girl. It's Kyle's girl. I'm setting Kyle up with BB Rexa. As soon as she gets over looking like she got in a fight with Rocky Balboa, uh, hook you up, Kyle. I'm solid. I'm a friend. I'm telling you. I'm a giver. I'm hooking up the friends today. I'm hooking up the homies. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, they had a hearing and Mr. Malvana did not speak. The lawyer did all the speaking. He said, shut your mouth, Guido. Don't say an effing word and I will do all the talking. Uh, if you can look it up, though, look up BB Rexa and look up Black Eye, and you will see that girl has a black and like it could have knocked her eye out. She could have lost her eye. I mean, he hit her that hard with a cell phone, and a cell phone is no tiny little thing. It's not like he hit her with an ice cube or something. No, he drilled her with a cell phone in the effing eye and gashed it open. It's a pretty gnarly picture. So don't be a douchebag, or her boyfriend Kyle will beat you up. They're a couple now. I'm gonna start photoshopping photos of her with a black eye. And by the way, Kyle, you gotta wait till the black eye's gone because what's gonna happen, you guys will go out on like a date because she's a she's a thick girl. She looks like she likes a pizza. So you're gonna take her to have a pizza and then they're gonna be like, oh, look at this girl with a black eye. Then they're gonna mad dog Kyle and be like, what'd you do? What'd you do? And you're gonna be like, I do nothing, man. I wasn't even around then. I used a new relationship. And yeah, people are gonna look at you bad. You can never go anywhere with a girl with a black eye and you're a dude because people are all gonna think you did it. Or you think you're some brutal ruffian a-hole. Especially if you're Kyle and you dress like a Raider fan. That's going to happen. All right. I've done enough here. My work on this story is done. Coming up next, let's talk to my friend Kenny Roxon. Just, uh, I can't get the visual of him jumping out of the birthday cake with no shirt on and a glow stick in his hand. Yeah, and lederhosen. Let's go, Kenny. Moto Minute today. There might be a big gap between round one and round two of the World Supercross. No confirmation yet. It is a rumor. We'll let you know if we hear anything about that becoming official because if that is the case, there will be a huge gap between round one and round two. And I would expect Kenny Roxon back here doing some motocross racing if that is true. So we will find out on that. I am Stretch. It's the Big 4-9. Big, 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 the Big 49 Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ. All right, some very interesting rumors are flying around right now in the motocross industry. And let me tell you, they are rumors. There is no official confirmation. And that is this, that the round two of the World Supercross in Lyon, France, 
is possibly going to be canceled because of poor ticket sales. Apparently a very expensive venue to host the event and they would rather cancel it than have the event in front of a very empty stadium. So, no big deal. They'll make up another round. They've already got a spot in Abu Dhabi and they will tack that on to the end of the season. All seems well. This is where this is very interesting. Because riders like Ken Roxon, who say he would like to come back and do some more rounds of the pro motocross outdoor season, this will give him an excellent opportunity. Because if they do cancel round two in France, which was scheduled for July 22nd, they will not do the makeup race until November 18th in Abu Dhabi. That means round one will take place in the UK on July 1st, but round two will not happen until September 30th in Singapore. That will give these guys a lot of time to come back to the States and jump in on that 450 class in the outdoor season to try to get some super motocross uh, championship points. It's crazy out there. This is unofficial, all rumor at this point, we're waiting on, on any official word from the World Supercross. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 4-9 is a Stretch show on a hump day. A little corn on. Shout out to Corn, Jonathan, and the dudes. These guys are all cool, man. I hung out with Corn a couple times. I don't want to name drop or nothing. They live by me. I didn't hang out with them because they live by me. I just happened to be at Maxim and we were doing a thing on corn in that month's magazine so they go hey go hang out with them they're they're practicing today in malibu and don't you live right there i'm like yeah they go go hang out with them do some interviews so i did they're cool as f it was freaking awesome kind of rock i just literally i said like it was like i said in the vocal booth with jonathan there was a chair in there so jonathan's singing the band's playing in like another room and i'm just sitting there like this is the most surreal bizarre experience ever but they're cool as fuck. Cool as F, dudes. All right. We get into some science fiction stuff right here. Pretty soon, Moto Man may get his wish. He may finally get to show that uh, men can menstruate. Because I've seen uh, Moto menstruate before. And now he's going to be able to buy tampons and stuff. So, here's what we got. Scientists have used stem cells to create structures that resemble human embryos in a lab. And not only has one company did this, a couple have done this. They say in a first that has prompted calls now for stricter regulation in the rapidly advancing stem cell research, they basically are be able to take these stem cells and whatever they do to them, they use different techniques to encourage the stem cells to become basically human embryonic stem cells which can become any type of cell, and then they self-assemble into a structure that resembles a human embryo. And there's no sperm and there's no egg. It's a stem cell that basically just grows itself into a baby. They say the aim is to give scientists a model with which to study human embryos in ways never before possible. Because of the ethical concerns though, people are already calling for stricter regulations on the stem cell research. The first announcement came last Wednesday when a company uh, of Cambridge University and the California Institute of Technology described their team's work at the International Society for Stem Cell Research's annual meeting. And then another company came forward on Thursday and they basically did the exact same thing. So these dudes are able to take stem cells right now and grow them into human embryos, which is terrifying. 
That means you don't need a womb anymore to make a baby. That means you can fertilize a turd, basically. I'm just saying. Could I make an embryo and we put it in Moto Man's butt, and then nine months later, he gives birth to a baby? I'm just saying, it could happen. It could happen. Moto Man and his Asian wife with the big hairy beef would be ecstatic. I'd be ecstatic. Yeah. They say, though, that there's rules when de dealing with human embryos that after 14 days, you gotta, they start organizing to form organs and stuff, so they gotta kibosh them after 14 days, so they can make them, get them to the 14-day mark, and then they basically gotta abort the fake embryo that they just created in a lab with no sperm or no egg. That's crazy. That's crass science fiction right there. Man, I tell you, I'm freaked out. It's the Big 49. Big, 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 big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. Time for a new medical update from Justin Barsha of the TLD Gas Gas Team. Remember, just like Christian Craig, he had a crash, he had the surgery. Six weeks later, they realized, hey, the surgery didn't take, and we got to completely redo it. That's what happened to Barsha. His surgery went down a couple of weeks ago. Good news for him. He says it took this time, and he is already back on his mountain bike training for the first time since the second surgery, but it is no time soon that he is going to be back on that motorcycle, and that sucks because we really miss Justin Barsha out in the pro motocross season. I am Stretch, another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 4-9, it's Stretch Show on a hump day. Shout out to everybody getting your Wednesday grind on. Don't worry, lunch is around the corner. Get into the final hour of the Stretch Show where we will have a replay of that interview with Eli Tomac, which now is eerie and creepy to listen to. I just wanted to hear Eli again because we haven't talked to him all freaking summer, and I am missing Eli in this outdoor season. So I'm like, let me get the last interview we did with Eli. It was Nashville Supercross. The last time Eli was on the podium before the brutal injury the very next week in Denver. But the week that we talked to him, both Barsha and Cooper Webb went down with season-ending injuries. And we talked to Eli about it. We talked to him about the injury bug. And, we, and I even say to him, man, you feel like you got this now. You got 18 points. Maybe you should back it down. Everybody's getting hurt. And then, boom, the next week he blows out his Achilles in a freak accident. So... That is uh, coming up on that interview out of the, right after the Nashville Supercross with Eli Tomac. Top of the hour uh, coming up, 11 a.m. hour Pacific time. What do I have for you now? I got one more in me before I get up out of here. Let's go. Andrew Tate, that guy. He's been sitting in a Romanian prison for a very long time after he decided to uh, taunt Greta Thornburg on... Uh, social media while he was wanted by Interpol for human trafficking and then when he did that he made a social media post which had a pizza box in it they saw the pizza box they knew where he was and they went and got him him and his brother and two ladies and they've been sitting in jail and saying they're innocent they haven't been charged no one's ever said anything to him I see all of the internet trolls sticking up for him he didn't do anything they're trying to silence him they don't want a manly voice da 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 well, all of that is BS because he has now been charged with human trafficking, rape, and forming a criminal gang to sexually exploit women. Both he and his brother now officially charged in Romania, and they say don't expect the trial to get underway anytime soon. They just now charged the dude. 
So they've been gathering all their stuff, dotting all their I's and crossing all their T's, and apparently feel like they have enough now to make this stick. They say Tate himself has been charged with raping one of the victims while his brother has been charged with instigating uh, others to violence. There's a lot of awful things on these dudes. He's a massive misogynistic a-hole. And I'll tell you this, I've watched his YouTube videos. He says some like some things that make sense. That doesn't mean he's not a misogynistic a-hole that you would want to put a bullet in if he got anywhere near your daughter or your sister or something. Yeah. They have been in jail since December 29th. And uh, four of the people that were with them got let go in March. And they got put under house arrest, but they never allowed the Tate brothers out. And two Romanian females who assisted them kind of sounds like that dumbass uh, whore, Ghislaine uh, Maxwell, who helped out Jeffrey Epstein. Well, they helped them, and now they're in trouble, too. Those four are all up on these big charges and will not be seeing the light of day for a very long time. They say under Romanian law, the case gets sent to the court's preliminary chamber where a judge has 60 days to inspect the case files to ensure the legality of the case against the Tate brothers. They say the Tate brothers are the highest profile suspects to be sent to trial in Romania for human trafficking ever. And this guy has dual citizenship to the United States and Great Britain and like millions and millions of YouTube followers that hang on his every word and think this guy's some kind of hero. I beg to differ. I'm stretch. Coming up next, Eli F. and Tomek. It's the Big 49. Big 49. It's a stretch show on a hump day getting on out of here. Thank you, Eli Tomac, for talking to us way back at the Nashville Supercross. Really need you to get better and get back on the motocross track. I'm pretty sure if you put like a size 23 uh, motocross boot over the boot from your Achilles surgery, you'll be fine. I'm certain of it. I give you my word. Just put it on, tape it up really good. You'll be all right. You could do it. Actually, I'm horrified that that's what they're going to have to do for the um, Super Motocross playoffs. Really want the best Eli we can get out there at the Super Motocross playoffs. I also need Chase Sexton back. I'd love to, nothing more than to see an Eli Chase battle like we had all last summer. With freaking young Jet Lawrence in the mix, have a three-way battle, let those guys just all go for it. That would be sweet. Yeah, we're really, really missing those battles. Uh, this week, it, I'm anticipating a Jet Lawrence show. Unless Adam C. just keeps throttling up and Cooper Webb could always get you at any moment. AP's another threat at any moment. Dylan Ferran is a threat at any moment, but right now nobody's touching Jet. Nobody. Kid's on fire. But we don't have a race this weekend. We got Red Bud coming up next weekend. July 1st weekend. It's the 4th of July weekend. Basically, people, you know they're going to turn that into a full July 1st, July 2nd, July 3rd, July 4th. It's going to be one of those long, crazy weekends coming up next weekend. And we will be here with all your moto coverage, especially round one of the World Supercross coming out of the UK and Birmingham. We are stoked on that. Can't wait to see the World Supercross. Got to be fired up for six rounds of some of your favorite Supercross racers and some of your favorite MXGP racers all battling out there. It's going to be great. I'm stoked on that. July 1st. 
You can get it on a WSX uh, TV. You can order it up. Very, very cool stuff. All right, I'm getting out of here. I got to go get my lunch on because what fat people do. I will talk to you again tomorrow. I hope the hell my dog doesn't shit all over my room again because that'll just piss me off. I smell doo-doo in my snore mask. It's got to be awful. Now I'm mad again. All right, I got to go. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Until tomorrow morning, God bless you all, and God bless the United States of America.